There's a big lie in the culture that says more stuff makes you happier, but you have noticed, I'm sure, that more things do not bring happiness. They actually bring more stress in many ways. Uh, The truth is we can only have and handle so much. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's in charge of our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And Jim Daly and I talked with author and parenting coach Mike Berry about um, a time when he learned to simplify his life and let go of some of the stuff. Now, in a previous episode, Mike had shared about four unhealthy parenting styles, and those were dreamer, BFF, commander, and instructor. Let's go ahead and listen into more. Mike, you've, you've said you're a dreamer, and uh, I appreciate that. I think I tend to lean in that direction. I'm kind of confused. I'm not sure I'm parts of all of this, but... Uh, but in that dreamer capacity, you described your own family as a counterfeit. I'm curious about that. What does that mean to you, and how did you correct being a counterfeit? Well, I, w- I will say this. I'm a dreamer mixed with BFF because I never want to disappoint people. I'm an eternal people pleaser, so that, that's been a big struggle for me. Back in 2014, we, we were living in a—I had a really, really good job. Uh, I was living in a really nice— big suburban home. And yet, while we had all of these things, all of this material, these material possessions, and we were, we were really living the, the so-called American dream, our kids were falling apart. As I often describe it when I'm speaking on this topic in particular, we had a lot of clutter in our lives, uh, material possessions, mixed up priorities. And yet we realized that our kids were just floundering. They were drowning. Um, Part of that had to do with we were parenting children who had significant trauma histories sure. as foster and adoptive parents. Um, so that was a big contributing factor. But then at the heart of it, we had just lost connection with our kids. And in the middle of this, there was a couple other contributing factors. But in the middle of this, we decided to do something that was very counterculture to the upscale suburban culture we lived in. And that was we just decided to sell this big suburban house and move to this I think the house was like 4,500 square feet with a finished basement. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, our kids are still, to this day, are like, I don't understand why we had to move from that house. <laughs> but uh, they're better for it. And the reason for that is that we decided to sell it and downsize to a 1,500 square foot house, which is insane. So we literally just about sold or gave away all of our possessions, all of our the material things, because we could not fit it in the house. We also didn't have a garage nor a finished basement in this house. So we just got rid of a lot of this clutter that we had. And I think that by decluttering the material stuff, we also decluttered what was in the way of really leveraging our influence in our children's lives, connecting with them, um, building a relationship with them instead of this rat race where I was keeping up with the, the Joneses and always stressed out and anxious about that making sure my lawn looked perfect or making sure that I didn't leave the trash cans out too long and and got a a letter from the HOA, you know, and stressing out all those things. um, I was now able to focus on my kids. And I also was able, in the process, my job changed. I lost my job. Just a downturn in finances was over just like that. And that also gave me this time where all I had to do was be with my family. And I don't say that like it was a sentence or anything, but that was a gift. It was a change. It was a change, and it was a needed change. And I finally uh, had this time 
And it really led me to this place where I thought I'm never going back to the way life was. Mm. Um, there was so much, we were in such a rat race that our kids were exhausted. We were exhausted. Our kids were fighting all the time. We were fighting all the time. And we realized that it was because we were, we were immersing ourselves in a culture that number one, we didn't fit in, in with. And our kids also didn't fit in with it. Subsequently, we ended up moving from that 1500 square foot farmhouse that was in the suburbs out to a farm in the middle of the country that's surrounded by commercial farmland and we realized that our kids were drowning from a culture that prided itself on material possessions and uh, how much money you made what kind of cars your parents drove and this and that and our kids were they were exhausted so we we made this change because we knew that our kids needed that freedom away from that. They needed that freedom from those voices that they couldn't keep up with, and we couldn't keep up with it. So now What's we live the outcome. The outcome is it's not perfection. I don't want anybody to think that we've perfected it, but the outcome is peace. Mm. There's a lot of peace. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, but emotionally and psychologically speaking, we're just, we're much more peaceful people because there is no competition. There's no competition for our time, for our, our possessions, our, you know, we, it, if that makes sense, I, I've just found, we found a whole lot of peace by, by making that change. And we often tell people, especially foster adoptive parents, when we're coaching them or working with them. Um, if you find yourself in a situation where you're in a school district that is not providing what your child needs, or you're in a community that, uh, or you're in a church that's not understanding what you're going through as a parent or what your children actually need, then consider making a change. You can do that. Maybe not everybody can do that. Maybe their financial situation would prevent them from that. But I find that most people can say, you know what, this isn't working for my family. This isn't working for the betterment of my children. So uh, it's time for us to make a change. Well, Danny, I loved what Mike said about how less stuff brought more peace, more freedom. Mm -hmm. So speak to those who are maybe in that place that Mike was describing earlier. They want to start bringing some simplicity into their life, into their family, into their home. But well, that seems so hard. Where do I start? Yeah, and John, it's so true that with simplicity comes more peacefulness. And that's ultimately the goal we're wanting in our homes. I mean, we really do want that. And uh, make small goals for yourself. You can become ambitious, say, we want that simplicity. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then there aren't those small incremental goals along the way. Like if you're saying, we're going to clean out our house, we're going to clean the garage, the basement, we're going to get rid of stuff. We're doing all that tomorrow. And, yeah, we're doing that this weekend. We're starting over. Take a room at a time and really take inventory what we've got there. And also look at your schedule. That's another place uh, where okay. things get very okay, cluttered, good. right? Can the we just finish? Because schedules, <laughs> stuff I get, schedules are hard. Yes, yes. And that's taking inventory on what's important, what's urgent, prioritizing, figuring out what do I value and how do I choose where I place my time? And then what am I attached to emotionally and why? Mm. Now, you and Heather are a team in this process. Leading yeah, most the way, of the time. Leading John. the way for the kids. Yeah. But are there <laughs> moments where it's sort of like, 
Uh, it seems like we should be doing this, but I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. In terms of the schedule itself. Oh, it's so imperfect. We we all are in this on a struggle to do the best we can as we're parenting our kids, right? And schedules and stuff are the things that get filled in like snow falling from the sky. Mm. It just comes in and you've got to respond to it like Tetris, right? It's coming in. Yeah. You're like, well, where do I put this? And uh, we just recently had our, our basement finished. And it was interesting to go through our stuff after the last 15 years. What what do we have here in the basement? Yeah, yeah. And going through that interesting conversations and to make decisions on what we're attached to emotionally is interesting. Why am I attached to this emotionally? And, and what can I do with it? Because what is it creating for my home? And that is the same with the schedule. Why do I feel so much pressure with this? Mm-hmm. What's at stake? Am I trying to not disappoint people? Am I trying to get gain love from people? Or am I being a loving person through my schedule and yeah. where I invest my time? See, I think Dina would have enjoyed doing what Mike did with his family, move to the country and just get out of it all. Um, But then as we had six kids, it was really convenient to be where we live because she could say, well, yeah, you can do that if you can get there. Because her schedule commitment was, I'll help you do one thing. Anything more than that, that's on you as a kid to get uh, accomplished. If you want to play basketball, great, we'll help out. But we're not going to take you to 6 o'clock or 6.30 a.m. practices all the time. It's just we can't do that. It's not practical. Uh, So that schedule simplicity, just being firm on the boundaries, was helpful. And that's hard. It is. It's hard, John. Boundaries, you need to be consistent, but also united in that. That's when the challenge If we'd lived in the country, it would have been a different kind of schedule. (laughs) That's right. you got a plan to get into town. Well, Mike Berry has uh, some more excellent advice about his experiences and his insights. Uh, Get the book, Winning the Heart of Your Child. He mentioned some of these stories in that book, so donate today as you can, and we'll send a copy of that to you, either a generous uh, monthly ongoing uh, pledge to support the Ministry of Focus, or uh, even a one-time gift of any amount. The show notes have the details about donating and that book. And then we have a free online parenting assessment. It's great. It's going to help you evaluate how you're doing well in your role as a mom or a dad. And it'll offer suggestions about ways to kind of take your parenting to the next step. Uh, We'll have the link in the show notes for how you can take that assessment, which, by the way, is about five to ten minutes of your time. More from Mike Berry next time. And for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.